Poetic Emma, and welcome back for our last show of the year. I'll be back weekly in January, but for now, did you remember that I have a superpower that you can have too? It's called empathy. Empathy is when you truly notice someone else's feelings and you can imagine yourself in their situation. It changes the actions you will take and helps the person to feel seen and understood. This small act of kindness has a massive effect on the world. It really does, I promise. One little thing that you do for someone changes the way they act with other people and the way those people act, and it goes on and on. So I'm on a mission to create a world full of superhumans. Will you help me? Shout, superhumans, if you're in. Amazing! Now on with today's super story. It's the holiday season, which is just the absolute best time of the year, in my opinion. We get two weeks off from school to celebrate Christmas and the new year. And it's full of family, movies, baking, lights, and of course, presents. I love seeing all of the presents shimmering beneath the Christmas tree, the stockings stuffed full of trinkets from Santa. There's just nothing quite like waking up on Christmas morning knowing that when you round that corner to the living room, you're going to feel the magic Santa left behind in the air. So as my family and I were baking Christmas cookies the other day, I had an interesting and eye-opening conversation with my parents. We had the Christmas music blaring. Snow was tumbling from the sky outside, and our Christmas tree was twinkling in the living room. Max and I were decorating cookies and singing, You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. (laughs) And then we were talking about all of the presents we hoped Santa or our parents would give us for Christmas. We were going on and on imagining toys that we could get and all of the games we could play with them. My mom was busy rolling out some more dough across from us and asked, What if you didn't get any presents? Max and I didn't move. What do you mean? Why wouldn't we get any presents? I asked. We may not be perfect, but I think we're still good, Max said. Plus, you said that Santa cares if your heart is good because no one can have good behavior all of the time, and my heart is definitely good. I think. My mom finished rolling out the dough before she answered. My dad brought over hot chocolate for all of us, but we just stared at mom waiting for her response. I'm just wondering what you think the season is about. Presents, Max said. My mom chuckled. In a way. But not just receiving presents, but also giving them. The spirit of Christmas is giving, loving, and caring for each other. It's a way to remind us to keep that in our hearts all year long. I think we do. So, uh, we are getting presents, right? I asked. My dad leaned in, sipping his hot chocolate. Do you know that there are many families who can't afford presents? who can't even afford to heat their homes in cold weather like this, or have enough food to keep their bellies full? I thought about this as I looked around my house. We were making cookies for dessert, and our dishes from lunch were piled up by the sink, 
and there was already a pot on the stove with soup cooking for dinner. Our kitchen smelled like vegetable soup, sweet sugar cookies, and hot chocolate with a hint of our grilled cheese sandwiches from lunch. The air in our house was warm and comforting, even though the snow was whipping back and forth in the wind outside. I had a steaming cup of hot chocolate in front of me to drink, not because I was hungry or cold, but because it was just something that I loved, so my dad made it for me. Because he could. How do people stay warm without heat? I asked. Or full without food? That's a very good question with a complicated answer, my dad said. Sometimes people have to be very uncomfortable because they don't have a place to be warm or food to eat. Other times they can go to a place where they can get a warm meal and to get inside from the cold for a while, like a church or a haven. Other times, people will help by making hot meals or helping someone pay bills to get their heat turned on. Can anyone help? I asked. Anyone and everyone can help people who are struggling, my dad answered. Emma, Max started to say. I am way ahead of you, Max. This sounds like a mission for empathetic Emma, we said together. When I get home from school, I said, I have to walk down the street in the cold. The absolute best feeling is knowing that our warm house is waiting for me at the end. Yeah, and a snack, Max added. I can imagine how hard it would be to not have a warm house to go to when I'm cold, and how miserable it would be to be hungry and not be able to do anything about it. I don't even like waiting that extra half an hour before lunch when I'm at school. And then, to top it all off, to not even get presents at Christmas? No one should have to experience this. Come on, Max. Max and I bolted down the hallway to our rooms. We'll be right back, I hollered to my parents. Max and I both got our piggy banks and emptied them on the floor. We don't spend money that is given to us often, so we had birthday and Christmas money going back many years in our banks. We put all of our money together and added it up. We ended up with $672.14. We took the money and ran back into the kitchen. We have $672.14, and we want to heat someone's home and bring someone else dinner and buy presents for kids who won't get any. Now that's a beautiful thing, my mom said. As the last of our cookies were baking, we called the oil company who fills up our oil tank. That is how we heat our house. If it is empty, then there's no way to turn the heat on, so my parents make sure to keep it full. We asked the oil company if they had a customer whose oil had run out and couldn't afford to refill it. They said they had one that very day. We asked how much their refill cost, and he told us $398. Max and I nodded to each other and gave my mom, who was on the phone, a thumbs up. And she said, we'd like to pay for that refill, and we hope you can go by today if possible. They agreed to go by that house that day to fill it up. We then packed up the soup my mom had made for us that night, along with an Italian bread my dad had made earlier, and the full batch of cookies that were all cooled and ready to go. We plan to take the meal to the local haven who is open every day for people without homes or the means to get food. 
We called and asked if they needed extra food for the night, and they did. My mom asked if there were any children in the haven that night, and the man who picked up said that there were three, all 10 years old and younger. On our way to the haven, we stopped at the toy store, and with the remaining money we had, Max and I bought each child three Christmas presents. It was the most fun I had ever had in a toy store, and I wasn't even looking for myself. Knowing that I was going to give someone who doesn't have many, or maybe even any toys, three new toys made my heart full and excited. Max and I asked the store clerk if she could wrap the presents for us there and add the biggest bows ever to each of the gifts, and she said she'd be happy to. We didn't see the people whose heat we got turned back on, or the kids who got our presents, or the people who ate the meals we brought. But that wasn't the point. The point was that we knew they had received our gifts and that they knew someone out there was thinking about them, cares about them, and wants them to feel the spirit of Christmas. And that was all that mattered. That night, while we ate peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for dinner, and we sat and watched a Christmas movie, I felt nothing but gratitude for all that I have and realized I had an answer to my mom's question from before. What if you didn't get any presents? My answer? I'd be just fine because I have everything I need and more. I took the last bite of my sandwich and pulled the blanket up over my shoulders and cuddled into my family and I sent a wish out to the world. I wish for the spirit of Christmas to be in us all, every day, so everyone can have all that they need. The end. Thank you for joining me on all of my adventures this year. I am thankful for each and every one of you who tunes in and is learning more and more about empathy along with me. I truly believe that strong empathy in all of us is what will bring us all together, create peace in our world, and love in our hearts. Wishing you all a very Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, a Happy Kwanzaa, and a beautiful New Year. Now, here's a story from our listeners, Sophia and Theo in Florida, and how they used some of their piggy bank money for others this holiday season. Hi, I'm Sophia. I'm Theo. And we're from Florida. Today we'd like to talk about how we use some of our money from our piggy banks to to use it to give presents to kids who probably won't have any on Christmas Day. We used it because we knew it was the right thing to do. And we really know how it would feel like... To have a Christmas day with no presents, it would feel super bad for a kid. I I would feel super sad. Bye. Bye. Amazing. Thank you, Sophia and Theo. What can you do to make someone else's holiday special this year? I want to hear from you and to feature you at the end of my podcast next year. So have the amazing adult taking care of you record your empathetic story on a voice memo and send it to me at empatheticemma at gmail.com. I would love it if you would help spread the word about our special podcast. Subscribe, review, and share it with all of your friends.
Let's take over social media with messages of love. I can't wait to hear about all of the huge ways you are changing the world. For now, this is Empathetic Emma blasting off. I'll see you out there in the world using your superpower. Mm-hmm.